Welcome to this week's episode of Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker. Today, we are launching our new brand, and I have a ton to share from an event I attended where I got to hear Simon Sinek speak. Simon Sinek is an author and speaker whose work has informed and influenced both my life and my work. I walked away with a deeper understanding of why your why is so important. Stay tuned. I'm going to share my big takeaways with you. Welcome back for the first episode of the fall season of Freer Inner Guru. I hope you had a wonderful last couple weeks of summer and are enjoying September. September, October is actually my favorite time of year as things start to cool down a little bit. And uh, although this year they're actually heating up a bit here in Toronto, we're being offered a little bit of the summer that we didn't have. The weather was very wet this year and uh, a lot of gloomy days and a lot of water everywhere, just like a lot of other places. Anyways, I had no idea going into a couple of weeks of break in August that it would be almost a month since I released an episode. I want to share with you a little bit what that was about. I was in the midst of a pretty intense rebranding process. When I started the podcast in April, everything was do-it-yourself, including the graphics and everything that went along with it. And it seemed at the time more important that it get done and I get started than waiting for for a full-on rebranding. And uh, happily, the podcast has been so well-received that I decided to invest in some graphic design and also orient my brand of my other pursuits, my coaching, my speaking, around the under the Free Your Inner Guru label. Um, I love this brand. It really speaks to my heart. And you'll see when you take a look um, that, first of all, the color scheme has flipped over. If you're listening on iTunes, I was quite tickled when I picked up my phone just before sitting down to record to see that iTunes automatically picks up the colors in your color scheme. So you're going to see the orange is gone. We've brought in purple and uh the secondary color is a light, fun green. And it's more than just about the color scheme, though. Um, the symbol that I've adopted for this podcast and for my brand is a combination of two shapes that mean a lot to me. And uh, to get it down to something so simple and elegant, I really have to tip my hat to the folks at Sherpa Creative. It was quite an intense process because I had all kinds of different ideas around geometry and spirituality, business, leadership, entrepreneurship, and it got quite convoluted for a while thanks to yours truly. And then we broke it down into what could be the simplest way so that I would have a mark that I could put pretty much anywhere if I chose to. In fact, I jokingly said, I want I want us to think about it like we're designing my tattoo because a tattoo is something that I've been talking about for 25 years and haven't done. So um, you'll see that the shape that we created is the combination between a heart and a spiral. The heart, um, part of the symbolism behind that is probably pretty obvious. Um, we want to always come from the heart here as much as possible and less from the head. Don't know about you, but that can be a daily challenge. Um, but the heart also stands for courage. 
and uh, and living a life in pursuit of personal growth and expanding your consciousness takes courage now and in the past, and I imagine it will in the future. So I wanted courage to be represented in the brand. The second shape, the one that is, if possible, even more meaningful to me is the spiral. And the spiral is a very, very old shape. It's found in hieroglyphs and it symbolizes the journey of consciousness. It symbolizes how life isn't just a linear path and how we keep coming back over and over to the same lessons, the same events sometimes, and it's never from the exact same point of view. It's always from a new point of view. So your consciousness is always expanding. And I love the idea that with the spiral, you can go inwards as well as come outwards. And often what we need to do is go within for our wisdom and for our understanding of what the next best steps are for ourselves and the people that we love. On that note, I'll move into what I promised at the first of the at the outset of the podcast and share with you about my experience of having seen one of my favorite authors and speakers live a couple weeks ago here in Toronto. His name is Simon Sinek, and he is the author of the perennial bestseller, Start With Why. And Start With Why is a book that I have each and every one of my coaching clients read, and uh, and I always send out his TED talk from a few years back that talks about the golden circle. And the bottom line message of it all is that if we always start with our why and understand why we're doing things, and in this context, it was business and leadership, it's so much more important than the how we do it or what we do. And that um, in the world of business, when a company only focuses on the what they do and how they do it, it becomes more of a commodity-based business. And uh, if you're like me and you're in business, you understand what having a commodity-based business is about. It means always being dealt with on price, not on value, and definitely not on bigger ideas and a connection to purpose. So the whole idea of starting with your why is something that definitely took root for me a long time ago when I was first introduced to it by one of my uh, coach mentors. Seeing him speak live all these years later was quite interesting because the why was the, um, the assumption. He didn't explain what the why was from its very basic core um, starting place, but it seems to me that he came in at a higher level, almost assuming that people knew him as the guy with the why. And uh, and some of the things that he, the way he explained what your why is, it hit me in a different way. And that's what I want to share. So from my notes here, your why is who you are at your natural best. In other words, it's who we are supposed to be and that it's your origin story and it never changes. Sounds pretty simple, right? who you are at your natural best, who we're supposed to be, and never changes. Well, if it was that simple, why did it keep me up at night? I couldn't sleep that night. And you know why that was? I realized that my why has constantly been evolving and changing. 
And yet, if it never changes, that meant I mustn't be at my why. So I took it to heart, of course, and realized that I needed to go deeper. Part of what he also said resonated with me. He spoke to tragedy and the role that it plays in your life. And, uh, and he said that tragedy forces you to face where you are out of balance with your why. And the rest of your life offers you opportunities to refine it. Having known tragedy in my life and how much it threw me off course, if there is such a thing, that really sunk in as well. And it forced me to understand that even still to this day, I've been defining myself and my why around the events of October 2009, where I metaphorically lost my voice after having tried to use it to intervene and uh, protect someone who wasn't doing so well. After not being listened to, I did lose my voice and I lost my belief in myself. And it felt like my why changed. It felt like who I was changed. But if you go back to your why being your origin story, then my why had to exist before that day. That I didn't need to redefine myself based on one day, the worst day of my life so far. It got me thinking about how many people might be doing that as well and realizing that that is a bit closer to my why. Because when I look back to how I was, even as a child, I always wanted to give a voice to people who were feeling like they were outliers or different or disadvantaged in some way, or feeling like they didn't quite fit in. And I had no really logical reason to feel like I didn't quite fit in could get into that a little bit more another time maybe, but I always did somehow feel on the margins that I was a little bit different. And then after the events of the sweat lodge in Sedona that I was a part of and it was splashed across the news, boy oh boy did that make me the outlier in my community. So you can start to see that there is something about having, losing, and regaining a voice or having a voice or lending a voice to people who don't have one and being the outlier. So I'm still digging a little bit deeper and, uh, and realizing that on the surface, nothing has changed, but under the surface, everything is changing. As I get clearer and clearer on what my big why is, it will become easier and easier for people to understand exactly why I do what I do and how I do it. One of the other things that Simon Sinek said is that your ability to clearly articulate your why is exactly related to your ability to scale. And the reason behind that is that other people know how to help you so that you're no longer on your own on your journey trying to find your tribe. If for no other reason than to not be alone in living your why, being able to clearly articulate it is, um, has a lot of incentive for me, and I hope it does for you. The final thing that I'm going to leave you with is a fun way that he said that you could use to get to your why. He said, call friends you love. Not family, not your spouse, they're way too close, but call the people who would show up for you, um, that you know would show up for you, no matter what the time or the need was, and to ask them, 
why are we friends? After they answered some of the more typical answers like, well, we have common values or we enjoy doing the same things or we like the same music and you kind of say to them, well, that's awesome, but what is it about me? That's a reason why a lot of people are friends. What is it specifically about me? And he said, if you keep at it long enough, they'll start to describe your value in their life and that that is your why. They'll all start saying the same things. And once you know your why, that is the thing you are responsible to share with everybody else. Isn't that powerful? Having a thing that you are responsible to share with everybody else? I encourage you, if you haven't read it before or watched the TED Talk that uh, first introduced me to Simon Sinek a number of years ago, I'll leave some links in the notes uh, for the show so you can click through and watch. And uh, let me challenge you this week to dig a little deeper on your why and uh, take some time to talk to those friends of yours and uh, maybe you can provide that service for them as far as helping them get to their why. This clarity is a gift. The clearer we each are on our why, what our purpose is, why we are here to serve, the more we will come from a place of inspiration instead of having to rely on things and people and forces outside of us for motivation. And that is a way to free your inner guru.